0: In the name of the risen Lord, our good shepherd, amen. So last Sunday, Nancy spoke to us of the Easter mandate to see more clearly, to see better, to recognize the resurrected Christ as the disciples eventually did, and to see the realities and injustices in the lives of those around us who experience injustices that we perhaps do not. This Sunday, Jesus asks us to hear better. We are invited to listen for his voice so that we might all be one. We are one when we listen together. So, what do we hear today? I hear Jesus' voice saying, I am the Good Shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. I hear a voice from the early church in that first letter to John. We know, love, by this, that he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for one another. I hear a psalm that has become iconic in our society. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want." He makes me lie down in green pastures and leads me beside still waters he revives my soul. Can you hear the tenderness? The resting place along the trek of life. Easter, Christ's death and the resurrection changed everything. And it seems like things are still the same. What a whirlwind. To know that life, love, triumphed over death once and for all, and joy won. And yet, there is still death and violence, still bombs, still heartache and struggle, still inequality and injustice. We can see it. It makes our insides turn and our heads spin to be sent through the valley of Holy Week, the mountaintop of Easter, and then to look outside our door and see a world still in turmoil. Even as we look at this world through the lens of the resurrection, we still experience dismay. We need rest if we are to keep on going. And God offers rest as part of the journey. He revived my soul and guides me along right pathways for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. We've all been there, at a graveside, a bedside, a hard time of many kinds. Though we walk through the valley, whether we hear it or not, the shepherd's voice is there with us. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil, for you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Can you hear that God is with us? It may be the most important thing to hear on this Good Shepherd Sunday. When Jesus, who grew up knowing and reciting the Psalms, claimed to be the shepherd, he was promising God's presence Through himself, Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us, found yet another way to promise withness to us. He is the shepherd with us. And the tools of the shepherd, the rod and the staff, they're used to nudge the sheep in the right path. And they're also used to fend off the enemy. These tools bring us comfort. Comfort. We know our God is equipped to protect us from the depths of inner despair or the trials of outside threats, from the things that pull us off track, and from the people who trouble us. You spread a table before me in the presence of those who trouble me. You have anointed my head with oil, and my cup is running over. There will always be people who trouble us. In this psalm, I hear that God deals graciously with us and them. Now, we can choose to hear this differently as people throughout the generations have. We can choose to hear something of a vindictive God. God, We can choose to hear about a God who's basically a fickle parent, who spreads out a feast in front of the favorite child that the enemy child has no access to. But what if we hear that the banquet is always there for all of us, the healing oil always available to us, the refreshment always overflowing if we but turn our furrowed brows from the source of our anger to the generosity of our God, who has set before us not just a plate, but a table full of abundance, enough for our enemy to join us. And then we feast on goodness and mercy rather than on judgment and division. In my quest to hear this psalm more deeply this week, I listened to a podcast from Luther Seminary, and one of the professors unpacked the last verse, feel free to look at it on your insert, and pointed out alternative Hebrew meanings for a few of the words. And I want to share them with you, because they turned that verse for me in a really important way. Surely your goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. But the word for surely also means only. And the word for follow is probably better translated as pursued. And the word for to dwell in also means to go out and return again. And so I now hear the end of Psalm 23 as saying, only goodness and mercy pursue me all the days of my life, even as I come and go between the world and the house of God. In a world that seems more interested in violence and war than in goodness and mercy, destruction will not pursue us. Only goodness and mercy will. And goodness and mercy will not just be available to us. They will hunt us down and pursue us. To dwell with God isn't to just arrive and stay, sit down and put our feet up. It's about consistently returning to the house of God over and over again, going out and coming home. We will leave here today Pursued by God's goodness and mercy, it will stick to us like a fragrant oil, and we will go about our lives allowing goodness and mercy to be contagious through our unwillingness to keep them to ourselves. In us, goodness and mercy can become abundant, and abundance in the hands of a good shepherd disarms scarcity. Hearing Jesus say he is our shepherd opens us up to a journey of abundance in which we will travel and rest, move through valleys of death, trials and crucifixions, and come to a table of abundant resurrection and life, invited to come and go, feasting on the Lord of love, going back out into the world and coming back in again. This is what I hear when I hear Jesus claim the rod and the staff and invite us to be his flock. Now, thanks to our choir, we will hear the psalm again today. As the table is set to partake of a life laid down for us by our shepherd, we can listen and contemplate how it is that we are to lay down our lives for one another in response to our shepherd. I invite you to listen deeply with new ears, Easter ears, that we all may see and hear anew this Easter season and thus leave this place fed, empowered and transformed. Amen.